a look. It looks like joy. It looks like pain. It looks like sunshine after many seasons of rain. It looks like rain after a season of drought. It looks like addressing those fears and overcoming doubts. Healing is a necessity for your soul. If you want to grow to your fullest potential, healing has to be the goal. You are now listening to Healing the Soul. Enjoy the journey and let's heal. Hey family, happy new year. I can't believe that we're in year 2023. It doesn't even sound right, (laughs) but we're here. 2023 is here and you all are probably going to hear happy new year for the rest of the month (laughs) because there's nothing that suggests when we should stop saying happy new year. So just prepare, just prepare yourself to hear Happy New Year for the rest of January. (laughs) Oh man, but I'm so excited about this next topic. We're starting a year off talking about the topic identity. Identity is such a major, major, major topic because so many of us think that our identity is found and so many different things in our lives. So many people think that your identity is based upon your family or, you know, where you come from, your background, um, the community that you come from or experiences that has tried to define you or labels that pl- that people have placed upon you. So many people think that those are the things that make up our identity and they're not. Our identity is not just limited to those things. Do those things play a part in who we become or, you know, the functionality of us or, you know, how we are as people? Yeah, of course. But it's not the depth of it's not the very thing that defines us. We're not people that's defined from life experiences. We're not defined by the community that we've come from. We're not, those are not the things that define us in in, in its totality. And so we're going to talk about identity and we're going to tackle a lot of different misconceptions that's placed upon identity. So since we're talking about identity today, a good starting point would be for me to give some more insight about myself and where I come from. So my birth name is Ilana, but everyone in my life (laughs) who may not be my colleagues, but everyone else in my life um, knows me as Lonnie. But on the show, of course, I'm saved with sauce and I will share with you all more about where that name was birthed from. But just to talk more about myself before I even jump into unpacking identity and the meaning and the depth of it and all of those lovely things. I want to say that it was um, about my early 20s when I really learned who I was and the depth of who I was as a person. You know, what's so interesting is sometimes we really think that we have ourselves kind of figured out even before then, because I know for me personally, I thought that I had myself figured out before my early 20s. I thought that, 
by 18 or 19, I thought I really knew the depth of who I was as a person because for me, I matured very quickly. Um, a lot of times people would tell me, oh, you don't act like the average, when I was a teenager, you don't act like the average 18 year old. Or, And it was because I was so used to being around people who were older than me. Um, I had my siblings that were older than me. I was amongst the youngest in my sibling group. So I had my siblings who were older than me. Um, and that caused me to mature quickly. And then a lot of times the friends that I ended up gravitating to or people that I would connect with, they were also older than me. And then the last thing I would say is I gave my life to Christ at a really young age. And I think me walking with God as a result of that, I, I learned a lot and I gained some wisdom all that to say, I really did think that I knew who I was and not to say that I had life figured out, but I knew what I wanted out of life and I knew what I wanted to do with my life um, at that age. And what's so interesting is what I didn't know is that God was going to take me through a season or a time period where I really had to learn of myself in a new way. I had to really understand what it meant for my identity to be found in, in God, not in friendships, not in relationships, not in the family that I come from. And listen, I come from, I come from a great family. I, Love the way that um, I grew up. I I love it, but not even from the family that I come from. But I had to really understand what it meant for my identity to be found in Christ. And in order for me to learn that, what God had to do was like kind of shake up my world. Like he had to allow me to experience disappointments and letdowns. He had to allow me to experience um, feeling like I wouldn't be able to overcome even certain oppressions, feel like I had the weight on my world on my shoulders, feeling like there's barriers that I have to break, but is it possible? Feeling like, you know, battling in the mind mentally. God had to allow me to experience all those different things that really shake my world up so that I could understand what it meant for my identity to be found in Christ. And to be honest, what's so interesting about that is, if I can be honest, I feel like I knew the call that was on my life before I really knew who I was. Like I knew what it was that I was supposed to do in this earth before I actually knew the totality, the fullness of who I was. And that's probably kind of crazy to say, but it's the truth. Like I knew my role on what I'm supposed to do in this earth how I'm supposed to impact people, how, you know, I want to go into the field of social work. I want to do this. I want to, like, I knew the call that was on my life. And I'm not even just talking about 
as far as occupation, like what I'm supposed to do with as far as my occupation, but even my vocation, the call of God that's on my life. I knew that before I actually knew the depth of who Ilana was. I was about 18 years old. I was away at college when I had an encounter with God. And to be honest, this time period was a real sensitive time period for me. It was a sensitive time for me because, yes, I said, you know, I started walking with God at a young age. I think I was about 14 years old when I decided to actually walk with God for real because, yes, I was raised, I was raised in church. I was raised in church, y'all. I was probably five years old asking if I could get baptized. Like I was raised in church, but (laughs) seriously, um, being raised in church and having a relationship with God is two different things because while I was raised in church, um, my relationship with God became personal at the age of 14, right? And then from, I want to say somewhere along the line, like I had right before I left for college, maybe about like 16, 17, like I was just, just, <laughs> just completely lost to be honest. Um, I had gotten to a place where I was really going through some things. I was battling, um, I was really going through some things and I tried alcohol. I tried, um, I tried drinking. I tried smoking, to be honest. And none of those things, the reality is none of those things worked for me because if you really want me to be honest, when the liquor wears off, when the high wears off, whatever issues you have going on, it's still present. It's still there. So those things didn't work for me. Um, and when I had, when I was leaving for college, I was like, one day I just had like a breakdown. And I said, you know what, God, like me leaving for college, I hope that in this experience, like you really show, you really show me you in a new way, because this has got to be more that was what I said. I said, it's got to be more um, than this. And when I went away to college, I was away from everything and everyone that I was familiar with. So as a result of, as, as a result, it just made me take my walk with God even the more serious because it's like, all right, I'm, I don't really have the familiar, like everybody that I'm familiar with. And I'm not in a place of like my comfort zone. So now this forces me to pray more. This forces me, this, it it took me, it it really stretched me. Um, if I'm being honest, it forced me to be in the face of God more and really just like praying and asking God for guidance. And, um, and, and now at this point I started taking my walk with God serious. And so now fast forward to, and you know, while I was away at college, 18 years old, I went to a Christian college. I went to Nia College. So they had like a prayer room on every floor. And I remember one day being in the prayer room, just like crying out to God. And I had an encounter and what the Lord began to share with me was for me to um, speak his word to be a vessel for him and all of those things. Right. So I said all of that to say, 
that was the time period where God had told me what my calling was in this earth. It was the time period where he said, listen, I've called you to speak my gospel in this earth. And, you know, I'm not going to go into depth of everything, but just point blank, the Lord had gave me my assignment in this earth at 18. But what I didn't know is the different things that I would have to shake up to try to try to shake up my identity or even to be honest when I look back on it these different experiences were so necessary because any foundation that even suggested that my identity is in this thing it's like that thing was shaken up and I had to learn that your identity isn't found in any relationship and any friendship not in a family that you come from it's not found in anything else but in God and for me, I came from I came from good grounds. I came from a good family, good background. But even in that, I feel like my experiences, God has showed me, like, listen, your identity is found in me. <laughs> you know, it kind of reminds me of that story in the Bible in Jeremiah chapter one, where Jeremiah has this encounter with God, and in the midst of the encounter. The Lord is saying to Jeremiah, listen, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. And not only that, but I've called you, I've ordained you as a prophet to the nations, right? And first of all, for God to even tell him, like, I knew you, that means that I knew, like, I have to know someone is to have relationship. And so the Lord's like, listen, before you were even conceived, before you were a thought, I knew you. And not only that, but I ordained you. So basically what he told him is like, I gave you the blueprint for your life. I gave you, I gave you your identity. I, I called you and I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. And the funny part was Jeremiah's response to the Lord was like, hold on. I'm, I'm a youth. I'm young. I'm young. He, God gave him the blueprint for his life and told him what his function, what he was supposed to do in this earth. Right. And this is how, you know, (laughs) this is how, you know, like there was Jeremiah had to come into his identity. Like his identity was in God And even without him knowing the fullness of who he was, God revealed to him what he was supposed to do in the earth. And Jeremiah had to kind of walk that thing out. It's almost like when you put on some clothes, right? And those clothes are too big, but it's like, eventually you're going to grow into it. That was what it was like with taking on this identity where you really begin to understand your identity in Christ and God reveals to you like, listen, no, you're you're not this, you're not that. And I'm not even just talking about your calling, but I'm even, I'm talking about your identity. You're not this, you're not that, you're not what your, your parents were, you're not what your forefathers were, you're not what your grandmama was, you're not this, you're not that. You're what I said, okay? Like your identity is in me. And even when you don't even understand the fullness of it, the more you begin to walk with me and grow with me, eventually you can take on the identity that I have for you rather than what everything else has or what society or what the world says. Because for Jeremiah, 
what he was accustomed to in his hometown, everybody who was um, functioning in that capacity or everybody who was functioning as a priest were people who were older. And so now here he is a young child having this encounter with God and God is telling him, this is the role that you going to fulfill in the earth. And you know what? I'm saying all that to say that there's something that precedes what we think about ourselves. There's something that precedes what the world may try to think of us or labels that people put on us. There's something that precedes even um, things that our experiences would try to tie to us. And honestly, that's what God thinks of us before any other system of this world or before even ourselves could formulate opinion and opinion concerning ourselves. It was something that existed before that. And that was what God thinks of us. And I think that what society or what people has forced us to believe is, okay, our identity is tied to um, where we come from or how we grew up or, you know, if you have, if you've done certain things, then, and people label you, oh, like the labels that's placed upon us. And it's like, mm -mm, those are not things that make up our identity. It's not, it's really not. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Um, it's just really not to, to, those things add to our story. You know, does it play a part in our story? Of course, um, where you come from plays a part in your story. How you were raised, it plays a part in your story. All of those different things, it plays a part in your story, but it doesn't make up the depth of who you are as a person. It doesn't define you. Um, because for me personally, if I would have allowed certain things to define me, then I think it's safe to say that I wouldn't be the woman that I am today. Like, for example, I'm the first one in my family who went to college, who earned a bachelor's degree. And I'm not just talking about in my immediate family. I'm talking about even beyond that. I'm talking about in my generation. I'm talking about even in the generation before my generation. It wasn't something that I seen done. And when me deciding, like, listen, I'm going to go to college um, and and you know, earn my bachelor's degree. This wasn't something that I saw before. This wasn't something that was exemplified to me. This wasn't something that um, I could look up to someone that I knew who has gone through this, right? And so God used me to break a barrier um, at my family to set the precedent for generations who would come after me. And if I would have had the mentality that, hey, this is something that wasn't exemplified to me before. This is something that I didn't see. Um, and I would have just stayed in that place or I would have stayed, you know, um, just stayed in a place where because this is something that I never seen before, I'm not going to pursue it. If I would have, you know, stayed in that place, then I feel like I would not have become the person, the woman that I was destined to become. But it was me understanding that, all right, look, my identity isn't tied to just um, what I saw or 
um, the background that I came from or just anything like that. But my identity is tied to, okay, well, what does God want for me? Where's God leading me? Just like, just like Jeremiah, like God was like, look, I'm going to show you where to go, tell you what you have to do. And it's just really all about leading to where he guides you. And that was what it was for me. And I'm not saying, let me just clear this up. Like, I'm not saying my parents is very successful. So I'm not saying, you know, and success comes in different ways. And so I'm not saying anything as far as like education wise. I'm What I'm saying in regards to that is God used me in that capacity, like in the realm of education to, you know, break a barrier and to set the precedence in that regard. And so it's really just about, understanding like, listen, this is where my identity is. It's in Christ. And it goes beyond everything else. And one of the reasons why I'd say that God had to shake up different things around me also um, for me to understand where my identity lies is because sometimes, (laughs) sometimes you think that when you're going throughout life, right, you think that if you're a part of like certain groups, right, if you're even in certain relationships, like some of those things even play a part in our identity. Like, think about it. If a person gets into a relationship, people identify, oh, that's such and such girlfriend or that's this person. And it's just like, Mm, prior to these other labels, prior to being a part of certain groups, there's an identity that's way deeper than that. And that's founded in God. It's not founded. It's not founded in no man. It's not founded in no woman. It's not founded even in the people that you hang around. It's not. It's all about you figuring out who am I who am I as a person? And not just who am I, but what's my why? What's the why to why I'm in this earth? What's the why for why I'm even in the lives of the people that I'm connected with? But I think before you can figure out the why, you have to figure out the who. Because you can know the who you can know the why, but how can you fully operate to your fullest extent or to the best of your ability if you don't understand the who? And if that, let me make it make sense. If that didn't make sense, right? If you were listening to you like, wait, what? Maybe like I should go back and rewind that. Let me make it make sense. If so for me, like I said, I said, God showed me or, um, you know, expressed to me what it was that I was supposed to do. So that's the why. But there was a process that I had to go through of figuring out the who. So if I know my why, if I know what I'm supposed to do in this earth, why I'm, I'm, why I was even born, why I'm existing. Like I know my why, but I don't know the who I can't fully walk out the why I can't, I'm, I can't fully walk out everything that I'm supposed to do to the best of my ability. If I don't know who I am, 
So there's a power that comes along with knowing who you are. There's a confidence that comes along with knowing who you are. There's a boldness that comes along with knowing who you are. And one of the reasons why I stress identity is because, you know what, a lot of times in life, we go through different things. We experience different things. Sometimes we experience disappointment and, you know, whether it's loss of friendship, loss of relationships, we ex- just experience just different things. Like people have trust issues. People battle with so many different things, right? And sometimes when we have our identity tied into these different relationships and friendships and all of these other moving pieces in our lives, when those things begin to diminish, when those things begin to crumble, right? It's like your identity is shaken up and you got to redefine yourself all over again, For example, we sometimes like sometimes you see when people are in relationships or when people are in friendships and when things crumble, it's like a sense of, yo, who am I? Who am I? Because sometimes we lose ourselves in the midst of whatever is happening. And that's not even just limited to relationships. That's limited to life things, too. When people are going through hardships in life, sometimes in the midst of it, you could lose yourself in the midst of the process. So really what it all boils down to is, who are you? Who are you before any of the successes in your life, before being a a wife, before being a mother, before being at this job and, you know, um, whatever your place of success is, even before the degree, like who are you, um, as a person and what is the God, what is the path that God has you on? What is the, you know, what is your, why, what's your, why, what's your, why and your, who, the, why you were born, why you were created. And then who, who are you? And I think the, the, that's important to know. And the reason why I say before defining yourself attached to the other successes, because, you know, of course, we look at just the different things in our lives and the roles that we take on as a, as a success, as we should, you know. But of, and of course, we look at those things as a success. But I think what's important to know is or be mindful of is, okay, who's the person before those other successes and the other roles that we take on? Because when things begin to be shaken up in those other roles that we do take on, when things begin to get shaken up at the job or suppose a person lose a job, right? It's like, well, that doesn't take away from your success. That doesn't take away from your success. If you were born to be successful, then by all means necessary, you're going to be successful. And if that means, okay, maybe not this job, but I'm going to be an entrepreneur, then you do just that. You have to know the who, you have to know the who and the why um, above all else. Because when the roles that we do take on and the responsibilities and all of these things, we, we take these things on Yes, those things become a part of, yes, some roles become a part of our makeup, but we got to know who we are even before those, before we take on those roles. For me, I think, um, I would say the defining moment took place for me when 
like I was saying in my um, like I was saying earlier in the episode in my early twenties, where God had to take me through just like a whirlwind of things, like just shake up certain things in my life and really um allow me to understand that my identity is found in him. And so that means certain friendships were shaken up, certain relationships were shaken up, and it came to a point where it was just like, all right, um, <laughs> I get it. You got my attention and I understand that my identity goes beyond any other attachments, any other external factors, any external roles that I'm even playing and fulfilling. And when I really understood my identity and God, external things, yeah, those things are going to come about. Yeah, certain things are going to happen in your life, but I'm not going to allow those things to move me I'm not going to allow those things to cause me to lose myself again in the midst of the process. I'm just not. I'm just not. And you know what? Um, The last thing that I'd say is when you understand, just like I was saying of understanding the who you are. So as you guys know, in the beginning of this episode, I introduced myself. I told you guys my name was Ilana. Right. Okay, cool. One day I went, I looked up the meaning of my name and to my surprise, the meaning of my name meant tree. And fast forward to me really understanding my identity, the depth of who I am, what I can now say is, and and what I can now say is the meaning of my name, like it's almost like I'm walking, like I'm walking out the meaning of my name because at this point with me knowing that my identity is found in God and not in anything else that wavers or has the possibility to waver, I understand the who I am. I understand the why I was created and I understand the what my responsibility is in this earth. And so I'm saying all of that to say, and the reason why I'm mentioning the meaning of my name is because external things cannot cause me to be moved. It can't cause me to be, it can't cause me to to step out of those three factors. It can't cause me to step out of my who, my why, and my what. Because I'm I'm a tree, and as a tree, I'm gonna stay planted, I'm gonna stay rooted, I'm gonna stay grounded in God. And and the very thing that I found my identity in. And just the last thing that I'm going to say for myself personally is. I know I mentioned to you guys earlier that I share like how I even how the, the name Save What Sauce was birthed. Um, just all, since we're here and we're talking about the topic identity. I remember getting to a place even when I started to just like draw closer to God. I'm like, you know what? God, I love you for real. I love you with all of my heart. I want to live for you. I want to serve you. And I'm just like, but the way that I had grew up, I grew up like <clears throat> real old school Pentecostal, like wearing skirts and heels. And and I'm like, you know, God, like, but some days I just want to be like some days I just I just want to. Like put on jeans and a t-shirt and still be cute and still it's not I'm looked at like crazy, 
right? And as I continued to walk with God, I really understood, like, look, going beyond the depth of my outward appearance, like, what's on my heart, how my heart, like, desires to please God, like, it goes even beyond that. And so um, the term or the name saved with sauces, I'm saved. And I still... I mean, all humility, I still, I'm still down to earth. Um, and then not only that, but it's also a double fold. Like it, it's also, a, it has an ambiguous meaning to it also because the sauce also means by the blood of Jesus, like I'm saved because Christ died for me. And because of that, I don't have to lose the essence of who I am, the depth of who I am, my my swag, me being down to earth. I don't have to lose that. I can still be all of that and um, and still function in what I'm supposed to do in this earth, still carry out the assignments, still preach the gospel, still do all of those wonderful things and still be still be me. With that being said, if you were listening to this episode and you were wondering if you have to lose who you are to be in Christ or you have to, you know, lose the depth of who you are to have a relationship with God because of what religious people has tried to portray um, God to be. Listen, I want to address that misconception as well. And I'm not saying that there's not some changes that won't take place when you come into relationship with God, because of course, when we come into relationship, there's things that we begin to change and there's parts of us that just begin to begin to change. And so I'm not saying that, but what I'm I'm not saying that that won't happen, but what I'm saying is the depth of who you are, some personality traits that you have, you won't, you don't have to lose that. (laughs) Like if you're a person, if you're comical, if you're a comedian, you're funny, God can use that, that, yeah, that sense of humor that you have to draw people. in. you know, if you are, um, a person who's a creative, God can use your creativity and whatever capacity, um, he wants to use it in. Like, and not only that, to be honest, even when I start to think about people in the Bible, like in some of the characteristics about them, people who actually were like disciples, their characteristics that were very, um, <laughs> very distinct. Like for, for example, Peter, um, you know, his personality was very distinct, but I'm saying all of that to say that God can use certain personality traits of yours for for the good and everything about you don't have to change you don't have to you know there's parts of us that will change because there's just certain characteristics that just changes along the way as you grow in your identity in Christ but I just want to address that misconception that sometimes religion will try to force people to believe that look oh you're not worthy enough of this or you have to be this way of course you have certain standards that you live by there's no denying that but as far as the essence of who you are that's not something that has to change in its totality but you learn that as you walk with God.
you learn what sticks and then you learn some of the things that just tends to just break off of you. Some habits, mindsets, thought patterns and all of that stuff that, that breaks off of you. But there are some characteristics that remains. And sometimes those same characteristics plays a part into your into your why. <laughs> those same characteristics play a part into your what you have to do in this earth. So that's just another misconception that I wanted to address around identity and around identity and Christ and what that looks like. And so that's that's really everything that I feel around the topic identity. And that's really more so some more insight about myself and who I am as a person. But of course, you guys know I have questions to consider. So the first question is, who are you? And what do you think is the functionality of what you're supposed to do in this earth? Um, The next question is, why do you think you were created? I mean, I guess that ties into the function, your function of what you're supposed to do in this earth. So what's your who and your why? What's your who and your why? And then the very last question that I'll leave you guys with is, I'm going to challenge you all. Go and look up the meaning of your name. See what it means. And then ask yourself, how does the meaning of your name tie into your personality like do you see some traits of like whatever the meaning of your name is if 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 the meaning of your name means joy do you see yourself as a person that's like joyful do you see yourself as a person that brings other people joy like challenge yourself look up the meaning of your name and see how the meaning of your name if you're if goes right into your person or aligns with your personality so those are my questions to consider Another thing, actually, um, if you're one of those people who's like, oh, well, I have partial of my mama's name, partial of my dad's name, <laughs> look up the meaning of both their names and then you kind of figure out what that means. Or if your name is long and you have to break apart some of the, um, if you have to break apart, you know, some of the if you have to break apart your name to understand, okay, this part of it means this and the other part means this, do your research and see how your name ties into who you are and how how you are. Well, that's it for today. Um, you, I hope you all enjoyed. Continue to stay tuned for the next episode. I'm your host, Save With Sauce, and you all know the motto, let's journey together, let's thrive, let's heal.